Hey everyone, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Efficiency Bee Podcast, where we focus our time, money, and energy on doing all the right things to live a bold, balanced, and blessed life. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. Each week, we'll share some awesome conversation, new ideas, and lots of laughs. I'm a busy woman. I do life with my husband and three kids. I have a big corporate job, and I'm building my dream job on the side. I created EB to share my story, my lessons learned, and inspire you to build a life that you love. You've heard of a queen bee, a honey bee, or a busy bee? This is Efficiency Bee. Hey everyone, I'm so glad you're here. So today I just got off the phone with Braca Getz and she is just a ray of sunshine. Absolutely a joy to talk to. We had awesome conversation and she is the author of 40 children's books. Yeah, you heard that right. Four zero children's books and she helps kids find simple solutions in really complicated everyday life problems um, and spirituality. And she's just an absolute joy to talk to. And I really hope you enjoy this episode. Let's jump on in. Hello. Hi, Braca. How are you? Wonderful. Happy to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Um, so tell us a little bit about you and, um, and what you do for a living. It's very interesting. Oh, I don't do anything for a living, actually. No, I'm I, I, I'm retired now. Yeah, but um, I, I that's why I'm enjoying going on podcast. I have time now, and that's why it didn't matter if you rescheduled me, because really my time is so flexible, and I'm loving it, and I'm just enjoying going on shows and sharing the wisdom that I've been blessed to gain in life. And it's really helping people. And I love doing this. I'm, I am the author of like 40, now 40, 40 children's books, because my 40th children's book just came out this, this week. So it's really exciting. And I'm also, I'm the author of a memoir about my life, my, my spiritual searching and overcoming food addictions and how they're how they're wrapped up with each other and um so you know that that's what i'm doing i'm just enjoying sharing all these things but um i i can't say i'm not really making a living this way but i'm enjoying living this way this is what i'm doing yeah that's wonderful i love that i am an aspiring author myself so i'm very excited to hear about all of your adventures uh as you have have done 40 but 41 books if you include your adult one is that right yeah yeah right (laughs) that's incredible so how did you how did you decide to start writing children's books Oh, I wanted to write the books I wished I had as a child. Mm. I wanted to write, yeah, I wanted to write spiritual books for young children. Like people think that little children can't understand deep, deep, right, deep spiritual concepts, but they can. It's all... There's a quote from Dr. Seuss that I love. A child can understand anything that's read to him if the writer takes care to state it clearly and simply enough. So that's what I do. And joyfully, this is, this is what I've been doing. Like, like, I mean, I even have one book, the invisible book. It's about 
all the things we believe in that are invisible, like like uh, here, I'll, I'll hold a pen, I'll drop it, gravity. There's an invisible mm-hmm. force of gravity. There's time, there's wind, there's feelings, there's thoughts, there's electromagnetism. What? How can a magnet pick up a paperclip? All these invisible forces in our life, they, they have a huge effect on us and yet we don't see them. And so that's helping children understand it's not far-fetched to believe that we're invisible spiritual beings as well. We're, we can't see that we're spiritual beings because we're housed in physical bodies, but yet spirituality is a huge force in our life. And that's, that's how I teach children these concepts. And um, like I have books about learning disabilities. I have books about protecting children from abuse. Now, what does that have to do with their spirituality because if 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 um garbage gets piled on top of our beautiful souls when children get hurt or go through trauma or abuse or neglect then their souls can't shine so some so my books are about nourishing our souls and also preventing the garbage from being piled on top of it. It's, it's a two-pronged effect. Once we have garbage on top, then we need, we need sometimes therapeutic assistance to remove it in addition to nourishing our souls so that we can shine in life. So, so that's what I'm doing. Just I, I say that I write books that help souls to shine. I love yeah. that. I have three children myself who are 6, 8, and 10, Wow. And my 10-year-old has been really going through some impressive soul-searching and spirituality recently, um, and it's been really fun to have these conversations with oh. her and, oh. and let her kind of explore all those avenues. One of those, and if you are driving and listening to this and you have kids in the car, you may want to hit pause here. Um, one of my, my, my daughter recently found out that Santa Claus was not real. And she and I had this conversation and I said to her, you get to create that invisible magic. And, and there's mm. all different kinds of invisible magic, right? And, mm. and Santa Claus is one way that one religion has, well, I don't know if the religion has done it, but one, one religion uses Santa Claus as a, mm-hmm. as a symbol. And so we talked about all these different ways that magic exists and, um, and spirituality exists and how we as mortals get to create some of those and and she loved it. She just, she said to me the other day, she's more excited for Christmas this year than she ever has been. That is so beautiful. And I was so excited to hear that from her. So I think you're spot on. I think children absolutely are capable of these really complicated, we, well, adults think they're complicated, right? but when put simply, they're not. <laughs> it's exactly. You They're got it. You I got had a guest it. on my podcast a, a couple of weeks ago um, who works with youth in the LGBTQ space. And he kind of has this very similar message. You can talk to your kids about anything. And um, I love that you're, that you're doing that as well. So I know you're probably not supposed to do this. It's like picking your favorite child, but what's your favorite book you've written? <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I'll tell you my my this new book that just came out, my fortieth book. There's something very unusual about it, is that um, always my books have been published by traditional publishing companies. When I wrote this manuscript, 
my youngest children, that's my youngest son and his wife, they asked me, they wanted to start a publishing company with this book. So they want to start publishing my books now. So this 40th book, uh, 40 is a symbolic of a new beginning. And so I think it's really cool that that happened with my 40th book. My children have published this book. And this book is Let's Stay Healthy, which, you know, um, at the time of of this pandemic and everything, what, what we've learned so much is how important it is to keep our immune system strong. Um, It's just invaluable. And that children, if they learn this early early on, that's also the point of my books, to get the messages into children very early. Then they, yeah, they could live joyful lives and longer lives and healthier lives the the earlier that they um, absorb this important information. And, and one of the important things about this book is it actually talks about how harmful junk food is. Now, you know, children hear that, but they don't really understand why is it harmful so that the book explains it. Like, it, it's interesting because my background, you know, I studied at Harvard and I was studying to be a physician. And um, even while I was an undergraduate at Harvard, I was taking courses at the Harvard Graduate School of Public Health. So I've always loved public health. And some of my books, again, I consider them all spiritual because if we don't protect the the vessel in which our souls are housed, then, then we don't get to do good deeds here on earth for as long as possible. So we have to protect the vessels. And that means our taking good care of our bodies. It's, 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 it's a really important, it's actually um, a good deed in itself to take care of our bodies. So that, that's what the, the, this book actually shows children why it's harmful. Why when we eat food that is drained of the nutrients, it's, it's been drained of, of usually it's, it's drained of water, of fluid, of fiber, and, and all the healthy vitamins that we need. Sometimes, sometimes the vitamins are artificially put back in, but it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not in the natural state that was created, which is the perfect state that, um, we don't get an absorption. We don't absorb sugar in a, in a condensed form that it's done gradually. And, and so if children can understand that the, the junk food actually saps the good stuff from our bodies in order for them to get integrated. And I, I explain how, you know, it's pulling out the calcium from our bones. It's really, but I, not in a fearful way, believe it or not, I'm describing all this in a joyful kind of way as, as it's a, you know, there's a boy in the book that understands and learns who used to love junk food, how much more energy and vitality he can have in life by eating healthy, just eating natural, healthy, whole foods. Remember how I mentioned my dream job? Well, I thought I'd take this opportunity to tell you a little bit about it. It's called Two Cents Consulting. T-W-O, S-E-N-S-E. We focus on building custom, simple, and sensible accounting solutions to small businesses. 
We customize a plan based on the specific business needs. Options are available from a single consultation, multiple session packages, or long-term support. We're 100% woman-owned and operated. We specialize in strategy, process improvement, or just some good old-fashioned accounting cleanup. We're here to help you maximize the way you spend your time and money. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, I love that. I think you're absolutely right. The the messages that kids learn at at early ages stick with them forever. Yes, and the habits that they form. I mean, the the teeth brushing. If you don't learn that habit as a child, yeah. it won't stick with you as an adult. Or exactly. it, it could, but it's going to take a lot of effort to get there, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and in the book, I ex- I show them how this stuff on their teeth, it's invisible. You can't see what's sticking there, you know? Yeah. And then there's invisible germs. That's why we use soap. Like, I, I really want to explain it to children in a simple way so they can get it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Some of that stuff is complicated, but it sounds like you're on the right path. I'm excited. I, where can we find your books? I would love to, to share some of them with my children. The the funny thing is, they so my children open up this new whole website and publishing company. So all my books are now on the Getz Bookshop. It's it's my last name, but it's G O E T Z, the Getz Bookshop. Of course, on Amazon as well. They they have all my Amazon books on their website, so you could find them all on on the Getz Bookshop. Yeah, That's fantastic. Okay, so I told you I'm I'm an aspiring author, so I have a book that is written it's called efficiency bitch which is the the book is and the podcast kind of go together i'm all about doing the things you love and figuring out efficient ways to live a life that is fun and exciting and fulfilling without letting all the little stuff kind of weigh you down um because as a mom of three there's a lot of things to be done in life but i still figure out a way to do all of them (laughs) as efficiently as possible um do you have any tips for me as an author? On I'm in the edit phase right now, um, and man, it's hard. I don't want to go back and reread it. <laughs> yeah, I already wrote it. Now I don't want to read it. Yeah, are you planning to self-publish or or go with a traditional publisher? I would prefer to go with a traditional publisher, um, but I need to find an agent. I hear so that will be work in and of itself. Um, I've also explored some of the self-publishing. I have spoken to a woman um, who kind of does some assisted self-publishing, which that seems to be a really um, reasonable way to go for, Hmm. I think, new authors these days. It seems like traditional publishing really wants heavy followers, you know, influencer. And I just, I'm not, I'm not into social media in that way. So um, I don't know, but I'd love to hear your thoughts about it. You have a lot of experience there. Right. So I haven't self-published except now, you know, with my children publishing this last book. So I'm not too um, experienced with self-publishing, but I can tell you that you don't need an agent for small presses. There are plenty of smaller publishing companies that you can send the manuscript to and uh, they can publish the book. So there's, uh, you don't have to go to the big names is what I'm saying. Okay. All my, all of my books have been published by smaller publishing companies and that's definitely a way to go. But the important advice that I want to give people is this, that's when it begins. When your book is published is the beginning of what you're going to do for your book. And many people don't like, um, marketing their books, but I don't call it marketing. 
what's in your book is something you're passionate about. So I am never working. Like I said in the beginning yeah. of this podcast, I am never working. I am loving sharing and just revealing what's in my books. That is such a joy for me. So I don't get burned out one bit. People get burned out when they feel like they're marketing. And I don't feel that way. I'm doing what I love to do. So just know that if you know that in advance, that that's the beginning of what you're doing. And I think you know that because that's what a podcast is all about. And every, yep. it, it's about sharing with the world. The, the um, book that you create is kind of like a platform to stand on. And from there get your message out into the world. So I, I, I consider publishing a book the beginning. It's the beginning. It's not yeah. the end. Oh, man. That's the it's, mis- a, it's a yeah. long training process to get to that start line, isn't it? <laughs> right, right. But, but, but if you enjoy the process, it doesn't yeah. matter how long it takes. And so if you don't feel like editing, I would do it at a time that's really enjoyable. Let's say you sit outside on a beautiful day with your book and and you just go through it in a very relaxed way. What I tend to do, I do things like that or even write books sometimes when I'm on a trip, when I'm the passenger in a car or on a bus or on a plane, it's a great time to do it. I'm just going someplace anyway. So this is like somehow when I'm on some type of transportation, it's flowing. It's like a flowing experience. So I'm like sitting there and it doesn't matter if I cross out this word, I put it back in. I'm just kind of playing around. So if you don't take it too seriously and enjoy the process, that's what I really recommend. And another thing I recommend is like exercising just beforehand or mm. stretching with yoga or dancing. It gets your mind flowing. And um, and then it's just easier to do all these things. Yeah. I love that. That's great advice. How long have you been writing? Since my children were little, and now they have little children, so <laughs> oh, and they, and some of them have big children, so it's been a long time, you know. <laughs> awesome. But that's when I started. I started when my children were little, and I sat outside with a notebook and I wrote my first story. And you should know, I lived in Israel at that time, and I put it in an envelope. I sent it to America. And this many years ago, I had no computer, no typewriter. It was handwritten, put in an envelope, sent to a small press in America, and I got a letter back six weeks later that it was accepted. And that was the beginning of, you know, yeah. What a wonderful story. How many children do you have? Uh, We have six children, thank God, and they're all now wonderful parents. Oh, that's so wonderful. uh, (laughs) My mom says that grandkids are the meaning of life. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not wishing these years away because mine are very little, but yeah, um, children definitely make things hectic and yes, fun. Yes. So looking back as a mother of six, um, I shared with you earlier the the primary audience of my podcast is busy mothers. Um, do you have any words of wisdom on how you balanced the lives of six children and and now help them balance their own families? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel that um, outside culture, it, it influences us a lot to make the public arena more important than the private realm. Yeah. 
So we have to constantly be reminding ourselves, like you use the word magic. I, I call it even beyond magic. What transpires in the home there's nobody that cares about our children like us, you know? So what we give to our children, that's just paramount. And I saw that with you, you know, when we were rescheduling the podcast and you were like, you know, but it's around my children's schedule. I got to do it. And that is so beautiful. I loved it because great. That's, that's exactly how to be. I mean, they want to know that and, and, and your husband are the most important people in your life. And, and, and uh, we, we can't tell that to them enough, you know, and, and make them feel that way because that's what makes them feel. That's what gets their soul to shine. And it makes them feel that they have as full potential as possible in life to achieve anything when, when they feel that love and support. Um, that's one thing. And another thing that I... I, can't, I want to instill so much in parents is to is to help instill gratitude in your children. Um, like there's a sense of entitlement that people have and and taking things for granted. And I really believe that the pandemic moved us all forward spiritually, collectively, because we all stopped taking things for granted as we were previous to the pandemic mm-hmm. yeah like we don't take family gatherings for granted in the same way we don't take any kind of ga- gatherings for granted we don't take um hugs for granted now we don't take um we don't take our health for granted we don't even take our breath for granted anymore and i think it it it, it moved us so much forward in gratitude gratitude to me is that's what moves us forward spiritually. So how do we instill gratitude? I have this very simple method and I don't know how many people have adopted it since I've been, you know, sharing it, but it's so valuable. I can't tell you when a ch- when you hand something to your child, no matter how young they are, don't let go of it and wait for their response and you could smile, like you don't have to make it serious, but like you don't let go. You're handing it. Why is she not let go, letting go? Mm-hmm. You're, wait, you're waiting for thank you. Mm. And they get a kick out of it. And if you make it fun, but it becomes so deeply instilled that they don't even take a glass of water from you or a piece of paper or a crayon without saying thank you as a child, that leads them to a whole life of gratitude. It, it affects their entire life going forward. Oh, and that's to, amazing. Yeah. And, for, and to, to, to me, my definition of a successful life is a life of gratitude. That's what a successful life is when, you, when your life is full of gratitude. I love that. And I, I'm using that tonight. So my six-year-old <laughs> in particular is, is in this phase of... Yeah. Um, go get me that. Can I have, yeah. not even asking, he orders us around and my husband and yeah. I are just like, we need it of course with go get it yourself, but yeah. but we need to change it into a gratitude situation. So I think that's a wonderful suggestion and I'm going to implement that this evening. So thank you for wonderful, that. Wonderful. <laughs> and, and you, and you can laugh about it, you know, 
and 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 they catch on really quickly after yeah. like three three times but once in a while they need a reminder and you just kind of have a smirk on your face you know yeah i, I love not? it yeah <laughs> oh, that's so good thank you so much i like that a lot i learned that lesson i think uh, i was probably in my mid early 20s like maybe right out of college where a coworker said to me you don't say thank you very often and in wow. my head, I was saying thank you wow. or I was appreciative. I just wasn't vocalizing it. And I, wow. that's something that for my, for me as a 20 something year old, somebody calling that out and, and showing me that I don't say thank you enough has stuck wow. with me. And wow. now I say thank you all the time. You will receive a thank you card for me. As a matter of fact, oh. I send a thank you card to every person on my podcast because wow. I like to send that exact message of gratitude. And I think uh. your um, example of how to do that with small kids is awesome. So thank you. Oh, beautiful. Well, Bracca, let's close this out with one more time where to get your books. I'm going to go on Amazon and order a couple of them. I cannot wait to um, to have my kids read them, and I really, really appreciate your time today. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you really deeply. <laughs> okay, so, um, oh, well, the Gets Bookshop is now my favorite place for you to find my books. Okay, that's and, right. We're going to go there to buy yeah, them. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> We don't need to make Amazon any bigger than it is. We're going to go to the get. <laughs> well, first. it is through Amazon. It, 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 it is. And if you can still get Prime and all that stuff through their Perfect. website. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So that makes sense. So we'll go to Amazon and then we look for the Gets Bookstop. Bookstore, bookstore? No, no. You go to the Gets Bookshop, and through the, through the Gets Bookshop, you'll be ordering on Amazon. Oh, yep. okay. Exactly. <laughs> now I got it. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks again, Bracca. I really appreciate you. We will make sure to put your um, information in the show notes, and I can't wait to read them. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. I really enjoy doing this podcast, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. If you haven't already, please leave a rating or drop me a comment. I'd love to hear what you think about the show. Until next time, stay bold, stay balanced, and be blessed. See ya!